On this episode of Bantha Milk Podcast, Rob and Nick remember that they have a podcast. (laughs) 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 Intro (laughs) music. That's not it. What? He's no good to me, Dad. (laughs) Intro (laughs) music. My (laughs) Intro (laughs) music. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Oh, yeah, it is. You heard it here We're first. here. We're, we're here, here and we're alive. Hi, everybody. <coughs> Sorry, I'm re- I have to warm up my instrument. <laughs> la, 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 la. That's nice. You should have done that before you recorded your uh, King's Road podcast. King's Road podcast. Oh, boy. Hey, everybody. We're back. We're oh back. Oh, my gosh. It's this. Bantha Milk Podcast. Bantha Milk Podcast. Uh, and we're here mostly because I needed a drink, so I'm going to open this. Uh, no, we're here because Star Wars still exists, and so do we. Yes. Um, it's been one heck of a summer. i got to tell you, I think the last time we live-streamed, I wasn't this tan, now that I'm looking at myself in the live-stream. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm just cracking right into our Bantha Milk right Crack right into the Bantha uh, Milk. Let's in get my, started. I, I brought it in my... Uh, in your flask. I don't your... like sand. Oh, uh, flask that for, Bill right, got me. for for yeah. the wedding gift. Oh, yes. yeah. So so while you're drinking that, I am once again drinking El Sim- Sig- Sig- Segundo. Easy for you to say. Another try. A segundo try. Segundo. El Segundo. There it is. My Spanish is muy bien. There it is. <laughs> uh, you, you don't know the monster you've un- you've unleashed. And I only <laughs> had like ten minutes to tinker with this before. And you already Next have time, a couple of good get, good get ready. good sound effects oh, there. Yeah. Yep. Steve Austin's Broken Skulls IPA, bringing it back. I have a four pack of these, so the next two shows. Oh yeah, you know what you know what's happening. There's gonna be some there more. Some do, more. You, do you drink during the Pink Kings Road podcast? No, we don't. Uh, we don't. So, so I, that's, I, that's where this one has the edge. So there is a brewery in South Jersey, Kings Road Brewery. Hmm. So Kim said we should get them to be our sponsor. I said perfect. I said you need to go in and talk to them because your girl. And they like giving free stuff to girls. If I go in, yeah. they'll go, hey, hey, here's this dude. This dude, Rob, wants us to give him he stuff. Wants, some Rob's dude, back again? Rob's, I don't know. What's Rob doing here? What's again? he doing here? Cops. Keep him away. Oh, boy. Well, uh, look at that. You're actually getting some pretty good pour on that. Yeah, but look, even it, it just still, exploded. At it the does. End there. And it was a, it was a Maybe slow pour. Maybe it's the pour. humidity of your basement. It could be. I, that's That might be <laughs> that's a That's the only thing, know. yes. I don't know, but well, whatever. We'll figure it out. It'll work itself out in a little bit. But there okay. It is. But we're back. We uh, are back, and we're just as good at pouring beer as we ever were. As we always um, are. It's it's been a long summer, but we're heading out of it into a fall season, and there is some Star Wars stuff on the horizon. Yes, I did find some news for us. Um, so. I like news. I really. Yeah, so we can. Are talk we ready for news? Um, I don't know if I put the news in the thing. Uh oh. <laughs> Nick dropped the ball on that one. I have social meds, which we don't need anymore. I do I have it. Sent- it's okay. oh, you do have it? I okay, do have it. Look at me. All right. Look at me. Well, let's get into that after we go through all the fun stuff. Like, Look, where yeah. can you find us? Where can you find us? You can find us on Instagram. Instagram at the, Bantha, Bantha Milk, Milk Podcast. Podcast. Yeah, and on Facebook at Bantha Milk Podcast. Yes. Really, the big thing on there is to go to our group. Facebook.com slash groups slash Sacred Jedi Text. That's right. right. Go there. Check it out. Talk There's a lot us. of fun memes. Even our friends put up memes on there as well. So yeah, my, wa- my wife is like, I think, winning right now so far as, as like quality content on there. Her so we need- and Jeannie. Yeah. Jeannie does a lot. In- yeah, so we need we need y'all yeah. to like to take control here. Ryan, RGH just put one out there the other day. It was pretty funny. RGH. Right? Yeah, RGH put one out there. Uh-huh. He's one of our diehard loyal uh-huh. fans. Thank you, Ryan. Yes, Keep thank it up. You, Ryan. Keep yep. it up, man. Um, so yeah, so check us out on there, 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 anywhere you buy podcasts, you can buy us. You can buy podcasts? You can, yes. You wouldn't, you wouldn't download a car. You would download a car to get a podcast. <laughs> it's like true. that, that Buick commercial where he's like, I love our new Alexa because it has Alexa it, built yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. But anywho, um, and other, I've listened, I've been listening to other podcasts. Everybody's asking them to, to rate them on the on you know the Apple podcast stuff, yeah, and the Google. Podcast I never even stuff. really thought about the rating thing because like I listen yeah. on Spotify and I don't think that Spotify does the rating thing, do they? No, I think I don't they know. might. They, they might, might have might. Like a star system. Yeah, I think they do do have. So if you can rate us, whatever you listen to us on, please do. Even if you just give us five stars without saying why you gave us five stars, please hook us up there with a couple of stars. We like stars. Yeah, Nick and I are superstars in our own mind. So please, uh, my mom thinks I'm a pretty cool guy. Your mom does think you're a pretty cool guy. I will say that. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, so check us out on there. Don't forget the ears up front for all our friends over at ears up, ears up, ears up in depth. 
uh, the Taco Supreme ears guys. Up in R- Supreme ears and, up in Supreme and tacos. Ears up in... Yes, the Eric Johnson uh, channel. He's yeah. on every single show now. Not this one. Not this one. But he has been a guest on here. That's true. He, so he has been. You'll have to this... pry this show from my kid, my dead cold fingers, right. Eric. That's right. Just and saying. I think he'll be happy with that piece. He's uh, he's on quite a few shows, so he's like. You don't think he's just like, like Grievous, just adding more? Just to his adding collection? more. Yeah, just keeps keeps on adding more. He would love to, I think. So yeah, so check them all out. Sorry. There you go. Oh, look oh, at yeah. that. I got pitch, be- pitch bending. Nick man. has found out some some fun things that he can do with a sound effect board. I like yeah, it. Yeah, we're only going to get weirder from here. <laughs> that works for it's me. All, it's all weird. Well, we have until September 23rd, so, uh, so we really need... We'll have at least one more show before well, I'd imagine, then. Well, I'd imagine we're going to get one more solid and or uh, trailer, trailer before then. Yeah. Um, and then after that, what is there, three episodes dropping at once? Yeah, because... So that first um, episode is going to be a doozy for yeah, us. Dave, Dave Filoni said... You know, I really like those guys over at Bantha Milk Podcast, but I'm going to I'm going to really give them nothing to talk about because I'm going to release all the shows at one time. So they have one big week and then that's it. But yeah, so they are dropping three episodes. at What is are there like nine or ten? episodes? There's only like nine episodes. Yeah, Yeah. that's like a third the season. Yeah. But Ahsoka's soon after that, right? Ahsoka soon. Well, okay, so sure. And then I also read. uh I just read today. That ain't it. Um, let's do the Might news. Might as well. There you go. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway. Brian is mad now. He's yep. like, Sorry, what did Brian. you do to us? He's going to send us a cease and desist. Yeah, he's like, that's <laughs> not how I wrote that. Um, so there is a question. Um, because originally... Andor was supposed to come out in August. Right, like now-ish. Like now-ish. And September um, 20... Wait, hold on. Uh, uh, September 28th, Bad Batch 2 was confirmed to come right. out on September 28th. Now, the they're both going to be... Re- or it's going to be... Is it going to be September 21st is now Andor? Andor right. But then the first episode of the Bad Batch will be on September 28th. So they're going to be having two Star Wars series going going at, at the same time. Wow, that hasn't happened ever. No, that hasn't happened ever. But so that's what because that there hasn't been any new announcements as to when Bad Batch season two is coming. Right. They confirmed it was coming for September 28th, but that was before Andor was pushed back. And then, uh, since it's been pushed back, they haven't said anything so about right the now, Bad Batch we're Two. Under the assumption that the Bad Batch Two is on track to release on when they September twenty eighth, right? Pending them going, fooled you? Yeah, yeah. Which happens occasionally. Which so. happens? Which will be interesting to see if if that actually happens. Now, the only reason I can see that they wouldn't change it is because they do have such a lineup coming with. Ahsoka and uh, Mandalorian three and all the other shows that and then they have. The acolyte is the acolyte next year. Yeah, and, so yeah. so they do have everything lined up. So I don't think they want to push everything else back. And since Bad Batch is a animated series, it's not like there's two live actions going yeah, against each other. They're not going to the be drawing time. each other's audience away from yeah, each other. Yeah, so I have a feeling that they're gonna they're gonna keep it. Now I did. Did you watch all of Bad Batch the first season? I think I missed the last episode, man. Like, oh. I, we were we were doing the the breakdowns, yeah. and then like something happened. I don't even know. Wife. Maybe maybe yeah. maybe life happened, or else maybe like the Mandalorian came out. We were like, all right, let's go back to the, to yeah. the juicy stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I think the Bad Batch just didn't capture me as much as Rebels did. Okay. Um. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I ever finished the last episode. And it, it, I mean, I liked it. I did like. The fact that all those five clones were all so different, mm-hmm. um, I did like that did, aspect did of the, it. Did the bad guy ever turn back to good? The bad guy didn't uh, not turn back to good. Oh, bummer. Yeah, no. That was sad because like it wasn't his fault. Right. Uh, oh wait, I take that back. That bad guy, the the one bad batch guy. That, yes. Yes, he did turn back I to figured, good. That would that would have been bummer. And then I think he wound up leaving with Rex or something like that. I forget exactly how it went since we didn't do the breakdown. It's uh, yeah, I remember it being a good ending. Um. And then the girl was still like with the clones, right? Um, so yeah, so we're gonna have to rewatch it. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> we both forget what it was like. Yeah, I do remember liking it though, so that'll be interesting. I will be into watching it. Um, hopefully, we can do breakdowns. Of, I mean, we're not gonna be. Able to, I don't know. We'll see what happens if we do them both at the same time, or if we do Bad Batch 
after Andor is done in that hiatus between whatever. I think we'll be happy just to have content to podcast about. I think so, too. Speaking of content to podcast about, over the summer, we play this little game called Rob Reads Books. Rob Reads Books. We need a sound books. effect for that. So, uh, so on our last podcast, I was talking about I just started the Black Spire book. Um, Shazam. Shazam. Uh, by Delilah S. Dawson. Delilah Dawson. That's a good name. Uh, it is a name. good name. I haven't reached out to her. I do want to reach out to her because she d- has written other Star Wars books as well. I want to see if she would be interested Have our people in, talk to her in people. coming on to our show. Yes. Who are our people? Uh, you and I are our people. We need better people. We need better people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I did, I did, uh, I did read this one. It was long. It was good. I liked it because... There was a lot of references to stuff that was going on in the Black Spire's outpost, right. which, for those of you that live under a rock, is Star Wars land in Disney World and Disneyland. Sure. Um, so they, they had a lot of uh, callbacks to anything. Ronto Roasters, um, the Olga's Kitchen. Olga's like the gang lord who, who runs the whole city. Okay. Um, so she's very prominent in it. Um and it, even uh, V, the girl who's on the cover, she walks around Black Spire's outpost. You can find her. You can oh, yeah. see her. And she'll like she's doing like little spy missions and stuff like that. And we were, when we were walking through, Trey was like, there she is. Huh. I was like, oh, yeah. Um, so it was she's cool. She's on my book cover. She's on my book. Yeah. Uh, Chewbacca's in it. it. It's it's a good it was a good read. I really liked it a lot. Um, I'm not going to go through too much of it because. Well, where would you place it on our scale? If we were to give it a drink rating. Oh, on our drink scale rating? Yeah. Um, it definitely would not be a... Uh, we're not talking a Yoda. We're not quality. talking a Yoda. We're not talking a Leia, but probably a Chewbacca. Okay, it would be a good Chewbacca. Solid Chewbacca? A solid Chewbacca, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a, there's a little fly just right on my... On I know. Webcam. He's been... Yeah, he's so... I'm surprised him, he's still then, here. Then but then it's going to mess everything yeah. up. Yeah. Anyway, just Anywho. know that right right here, if you're watching on YouTube, there's a bug. There's, there's a, a bug right above he's the camera. He's just staring at me. He is. Like, what are you going to do about it, Licking his hands the way they do. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so that was good. So that was a very good one. Um, then I, when I finished that piece, I read the three latest Thrawn books. We yes. talked about that last yes. time. Yes, I need to get on that still. And I loved them. I thought they were awesome. They were really, really good. So then I, when I, after I read that, I was actually hearing Eric talk about something, and he said uh, about how he's happy that Timothy Zahn. Uh, was able to, they brought his character into the Rebels. Timothy Zahn is the writer of the Thrawn series. Who am I thinking? There's an actor from the 90s, Zahn. I don't know. And I know it's not that guy. Anyway, no. go on. Anyway, so uh, he was like, yeah, he's like, I'm really happy that they brought his character in from the books, uh, whatever. So then I was like, okay, well, let me read his old Thrawn books. St- okay, sorry. Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. Remember Steve Zahn from That Thing You Do? And, uh... Chicken Little and the Die Every Wimpy Kid series, of course. Of course. He was the bass player who okay. went on the roller coaster in that thing you do. Anyway, go on. Anyway, there you go. So now you know who the Zon is that you were thinking <laughs> yeah. of. That was very relevant. Go that on. Was. So, hey, look. That's, there, a, that's a new book there. That this is nice. the original one. Okay, so that's the, the expa- extended universe before the canon reset. Right. Re- so re- this. That nice. That's this, a nice looking book. Yeah. Um, they have it's funny there's two different printings of it in in my local bookstore one that this one a larger size and one of a smaller size and i was like oh since i'm old and i need reading glasses let me get the larger one still need the reading glasses yeah Yeah. uh but this one was originally uh copyrighted in 1991 sure oh yeah that's so yeah so year old book a 30 year old book so this this is the first trilogy that he wrote about about thrawn now this have you read any of this yet? I read okay, I read this so whole this first one. Is this going to the Chiss Ascendancy, Ascendancy and like No, that, okay. the new ones went into the Chiss Ascendancy and stuff I, like that. That's pulled from the old stuff. So I'm sure you'll get some of that right in when here. you get into this. Yeah. So I was really excited and it was funny to me. It's a this is a good book. The, the new three ones newest ones I would put at Yoda. Okay. Like really good. Like you're rooting for Thrawn. Which like, is not something you want, should not something do. you should be wanting to do, but, but you're you do. rooting for him. You're yeah. like, dude, he's awesome. Yeah. Let's go, Empire all the way. Um, that's how they get you that imperial that, propaganda? I know, and that's what I was like falling for it. I was totally falling for it. Now we know what um, happened. This one, and I was saying to Sherry, like, you can see how 
30 years go by, his writing style has changed and gotten better, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So he wrote that and he wrote the new ones. Yes. Right. And there's a, there's this original trilogy. There's another trilogy in between that he wrote. And then the new trilogy, which does talk about this. this, this say it again. Chiss Ascendancy. Chiss, yes. All them. And so they're really good. Uh, and like the second one of that trilogy is when we were talking about a little bit last time mm-hmm. where it was like two different time frames. Luke one time frame, Anakin, he right. was with Anakin. Another time frame, he was with Darth Vader, Vader right. and they were on the same planet. And so that was pretty cool as well. This one is more of a Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo book okay. than it is a Thrawn book. I see. It's about their confrontation with Thrawn yes. and Thrawn himself. And there's so, so much about Luke and Leia and Han that you're really not rooting for Thrawn in mm-hmm. this book. Right. And, you know, w- what we've said last time and what a, a lot of people have said, Thrawn's so smart, the only time that he ever fails is because other people fail him. Right. They don't follow his ideas they go, oh, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. And then they do it wrong, where if they would have done it his way, they would have done it right. Um, he does think ahead a little bit in this book. But this is, like I said, it's more of a Luke Skywalker Han Solo book than it is a Thrawn book. Mm-hmm. So I'm reading it, and I'm going, I wanted to read a Thrawn book. Right. Where's Thrawn in the Thrawn book? Um, so I was telling Sherry, she goes, well, just put it down and get another book. And I'm like, no, I have to finish this because, that you know, but... Uh, I did finish it. It was good. But not what you were hoping for. Not what I was hoping for. And because it's not what I was hoping for, if you would have asked me in the first half of the book, it would have been a Porg rating because I wanted Thrawn so So bad. So where was it at the end? At the end, it was a good Chewy. So do you think your opinion on it would have changed if you read that one first versus the, the later ones first? Because, hmm. because the writing has, has... Right, because the writing has hmm. evolved. Um... Probably, because you would have uh, been you wouldn't have gone into it with an expectation, right? I wouldn't have expected so much Thrawn. With the right. new ones, it's all Thrawn, mm-hmm. and you're like, yes, like you're. So maybe if you had gotten a taste of Thrawn with the old ones, right. and then you got into this, you were like, oh man, I'm all about him. And which is the way he wrote it was like an intro character building, an intro to Thrawn right. in this book, um, and then the second one. I didn't get to the second one yet, but I'm sure in the second one there's more because. Right. This one really like ends and you know they they win the mission and then right away it's like oh but by the way this happens and that's where book two starts right so it's like they're really like you have to read book two now because we gave you such a big cliffhanger well that's because in the nineties it was like hey this is all you got yeah <laughs> you, you don't have uh, yeah there's you know, no, a new limited series coming out there's no so movies or no TV next book. shows so you got to enjoy the books yeah. Um, so I did reach out to him actually on Facebook. Yeah. I sent him a message and I said, "Look, uh, I'm part of this podcast, Bantha Milk Podcast. We have millions of followers. I loved your books. I read the last three. I'm reading the new ones. We'd love to have you on." And he said, "I'm busy." Is that literally just "I'm busy"? No excl- No period. No uh, apostrophe. No apostrophe. I am busy. Busy. That was it. No, he <laughs> he was a little nicer than that, but basically it was. Uh, it was uh, I'm busy. So, uh, you know, one day when we're on the top, he's mm-hmm. going to he's going to rue this day. He said, thanks for the invitation. Unfortunately, I'm too in you in you inundated inundated. Thank you. With work to take on any additional podcast interviews, et cetera, for the foreseeable future. In other and words, I said come back at me when you have 18 million. Exactly. Followers. I said, I understand. I love your writing and your books. I keep an eye open for any time you are in the Phil. Uh, I will keep an eye open for any time you're in the Philadelphia area for a book signing. Thank you for your response. And he did see it, um, but yeah, that's what we got out of it. So the invitation is always there, sir. You are Steve's more than, on. Come on down. Steve's on. Hey, maybe if we reach out to Steve's on. Steve's on might actually show up. He's, like he's a pretty chill dude. Yeah, he'll he be seems like, like a chill dude. He'll anyway. be like, that's cool. I'd be yeah, like, man. remember when you wrote that book? And he'll be like, dude, you got the wrong Zong. Hey, that was like when we had a uh, who do we have on? And I, uh, John Jackson, John Miller. Jackson Miller. And I was like, hey man, all the, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, do that. and he was like, no, I didn't write that. All right, man. He was getting a little salty too. He, I mean, I would too. I was yeah, like, do your damn research be like, before dude, you interview me. Yeah, I get it. What are you guys a bunch of amateurs? Yes. You see this mask. 
masking tape that's holding, <laughs> that's holding your sign that's up holding here. The sign up. <laughs> that that the should answer. tell you right there that yeah. we're a bunch of amateurs. Yes. Maybe we should lead with that in our emails from now on. Just FYI, we're amateurs. We're amateurs. Yeah, that'll, yeah. that'll get people to come. Yeah, on we're show. amateurs with a very large following. Wink, yeah, wink. Yeah. So uh, come check. Listen, us out. I think I think one of one of the greatest snake oil salesman moves of all time for us would be to hoodwink some really famous person into thinking that we are also really famous. And plugging into our show. Can you imagine how famous we would get as a Star Wars pad- podcast if we have all these 80 some odd shows we have out right now? Yeah. And, you know, we kind of but then all of a sudden, you know, like freaking like, uh, I don't know. What's what? Uh, General Hux. What's the actor? That dude. Yeah. Yeah. General and, Hux. Yeah. He, he just shows like, up. Or, you know, like like Will Rowe Hoof. Uh-huh. Like that actor. That's yeah. the kind of guy we could get on here and just propel us to the top. Yeah, we're getting a clicking. You hear that? Yeah, I do hear it. Hold what on. What did you do, Rob? I messed up a cable. Is it gone now? It's gone. It's gone now. This cable, uh, I think we need some new wires. Uh, we could put that in the, put the that budget in the for fiscal year budget. 2023. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll call our accountants. That's right. Jason, uh, if you get to have uh, Stephen contact Frederick That's about right. Douglas, us, that'd be great. And get He's right there. He's right there. He's Salacious right there. crumb. That's him. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so that is uh, my personal Star Wars news. Now, unfortunately, because once school starts, I stop doing anything leisurely like reading books and stuff. So I don't know when Love you're going to get the next Rob Reed's. Um, Listen, man, section. you've got you've probably got a good at least seven or eight solid minutes in the middle of your day that you don't have anything That's for right. yet. So you figure, you know, if you work on the next month or so learning to speed read mm-hmm. you could probably finish a book a week yeah there we go with the, with the way it is now it'll be till the end of the school year before i finish one more book you know but, that's not uh, a uh, that's that's a better record than i have uh audio better record than friend. i had last year yeah audiobooks are your friend my friend so oh speaking of audiobooks on a similar level to that so uh, for those of you who have been listening intently and heard our uh episode Two shows ago, where we did our, I did a recap of our visit to Batu. Oh yeah, my son Trey, which you didn't hear him at all because he refused to get near a microphone. Typical so there's a teenagers. lot of dead space in there, which really frustrated Typical me. But teenager. anyway, teenagers, he's leaving for college. His uh, his roommate is a huge um, Marvel comic and Star Wars fan. Um, so he he told me, oh, he would put you to shame talking to me. Uh, he knows more about Star Wars than you do. And I go, I say he probably does. Um, Isn't that funny? Yeah. You're always like, oh, he's probably better. It's like, all right. Maybe all right. He is. That's fine. Maybe that's fine. Um, I just want to sit in a room with my buddy and drink and talk about Star Wars. And just go talk away, about dude. Star Wars. Go <laughs> ahead. You you can know it all. That's I fine. can look it up. That's what Google's for. That's what that's what Wikipedia is that's for. It, man. When you say, you know, this character and that character, I can just type it into Wikipedia. I can tell you everything about it. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. It's not like being in the 90s where you just had to take somebody's word for it. Right. Yeah. Did you know that Luke Skywalker was left handed? No. Yeah. Totally true. Totally true. I don't. I can't check that. I can't check it. So you got to be correct. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, But anywho, uh, since he's big into Marvel, he was telling Trey, you know, you should get into comic books and stuff like that, whatever. So Marvel has a website. Marvel, I sure. guess Marvel.com. More than likely. More than likely. You can pay a monthly subscription to this website, and their entire catalog, catalog all, their, all their comics are there. Yeah. Super cool. You can read all the Star Wars comics. You can oh, read that's cool. all the Marvel, Marvel comics. Star Wars. Yeah. I really like comic books, though. Like, I, I don't know that I would love sitting in front of my computer screen and looking at it. Right. Because there's something about, like, a comic book that's just so cool to, I don't know. See, and that's what's funny. Because I didn't grow up reading comics. Yeah, and not really. Trey didn't either. He, he was trying. But he feels the same way that I do. And I know this is blasphemy to those who really like comics. But, like, you read a comic book. The artwork is amazing. I'm not saying it's not. The storytelling is, is good. But they're short because, yeah, because the artwork is so detailed and yep. it takes so long to draw each of the cells and stuff. That the stories are pretty short. Mm-hmm. Like, you can read one, even I can read one, in like 15 ten, minutes, yeah, 10, 10, 15, 15 minutes. minutes. Time, yep. So it's like, while it's cool, and I know people who say, I read that book nine times. I'm like, nine times. You know what that's from? I do. What is that from? Nine times. That's going to annoy me. What is that? Bueller. Uh, okay. He's mm-hmm. been absent nine, nine times. Yeah, nine times? Nine times. Times. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, they're like, I, I read it nine times. And I'm like, 
I read it once. Like, why do you need to read it a second time? The story's good. It's short. I read it, and then you put it down. I remember when I was a kid, I didn't read comics, but I had, okay. like, three comics. Okay. One was a Spawn comic book, and it was, like, definitely too racy for me as a kid. Like, I shouldn't have had this comic right, book. Right, right. a lot of cleavage. It was like, oh, God. Um, but, like, I read that thing a thousand times. Okay. That was the only, those were the only comics I had. So, like, yeah, but, like, like I bought the, I, I think we talked about it on the podcast before... Uh, Fallen Order came out. There were the the uh, lead up okay. comic books, and I got a couple of those, and I really liked them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that you you blast you blast through them. Yeah. And and that there's not a lot of really great places just to go and get comics. Right. Like good comic book stores are very few and far between. Yeah. There's, they have there's weird hours. They have weird out. Yeah. And like I my ideal is I drive through. I look. I go. Ooh, I'm gonna go to the Star Wars section. There's a there's like a thousand Star Wars comics there. I pick the one I want and I leave. Yeah. It never happens. Right. Comic book stores. It's like they'll have four Star Wars comics. Three of them are from like 1997. Yeah. Uh, Even when I got uh, one of them over, not this one, the other one, but when I went, I went into the comic book store and I was even thinking like, I'm gonna come back every week. I'm gonna get a good rapport with this guy. We'll do some remote shows from there. Yeah, they don't they don't update but, their stock that often, really. Yeah, and and it was like it was just far enough away that it was not an ordeal, but it was just far enough away that it was an inconvenience yeah. to go. And like you said, the hours are always strange because you know people aren't going at nine o'clock at night to comic book stores, so it's like why be open at that point in time? Yeah. You know, so um, yeah, so I got one comic from him. These are the, these are the problems with being adult children. Yeah, this is our problem. Yeah, this is our problems. <laughs> um, so yeah, so if you if you want to get back into it or or whatever, marvel.com. Marvel.com. I might do that honestly. I mean again, cuz like I'm the same I don't read like I never had a Kindle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, I don't read all that often really to be honest. I get most of my literature through audiobooks. Um, but I do read like I've got a really nice set of the Game of Thrones books. It's like okay. it's like leather bound. It's beautiful oh, and nice. I'll read those every now and then. But even then like I get most of my Game of Thrones stuff through audiobook. Right. So yeah. like yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I, I love the comic book thing. I just and, like when I'm at home, I never go, you know what, let me take my computer out, sit it on my lap and read some comics. And read some comics. Yeah. I'm exactly. like, hey, let me j- go to sleep. Yeah. Um and the one the or one last thing about games. it, Trey was he was wa- reading some of them on his iPad and then he he was like, Oh, I'm gonna read them while I'm at work because when you work box office you know, you have a you have rush of like 10 minutes and, and then yeah. you have an hour and a half where you're doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. I was like, oh, you're going to take your iPad? He goes, they won't say anything if, I, if I'm if i on my phone. But, the iPad, but if I'm on yeah. my iPad, they will say something. But what he said is neat on your phone is each cell zooms in full screen on your okay, phone. So you can just kind of scroll. Yeah. Through and as you way. scroll, it does like a whole like animation from cell to That's cell. That's cool. So it's pretty cool. They that probably have an app for that, huh? There's an app. There's always there's an app a, for that. Uh, there's an app for that. It's an app for So, everything. yeah. So that's um, back to the books and the audiobook. And then uh, a free plug for Marvel. To If you want to get back into comics, you can do it cheap and read thousands and thousands of them, um, especially with all the new stuff that's going on with, uh, with Marvel. With Marvel. With and the what ifs. I mean, if you're, if you're into Marvel at all, like everything they're doing is based off of some obscure yeah, comic, comic book. book. The what if, even the what if series is based off of comic books. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I think there's the a, what if season She-Hulk two now. coming out. Okay. And she Hulk. Have She-Hulk you watched that? She-Hulk? I haven't. I hear it's really good. It's good so far. I um, like it, but I'm, I'm, I'm a little behind on Marvel. Okay. Uh, I saw multiverse of madness as we talked about, but yep. I haven't seen she Hulk. Um, there's another one that just came out that I haven't watched either. Wasn't there some other, there's the w- another series before, did you did you see WandaVision? I saw WandaVision. I saw all the series except for uh, Hawkeye. Okay, Hawkeye and was good. It was fun. I hear She Hulk is pretty good. She Hulk so far is good. Um, yeah. that's been, they're doing every week. Yeah, it's only been two episodes. Okay, so, far. so I'm not too far behind. You're not too far behind on, on that. that. Nope. Um, if you're not caught up on, by the way, uh, House of the Dragon, I hear there's a really bitchin' podcast out there <laughs> uh, called the King's Road Podcast. The King's Road. The King's Road. Um, so yeah. yeah, so go check that out. You might hear some familiar voices and some yep. new voices. Yep. I was listening on the way on the way in, and uh, Kim does her homework. Kim mm-hmm. Kim knows knows a thing or two about a thing or two. I I, de- I decided I'm going to be the Doug of your okay. podcast. Fact, your checker. fact checker. Nice. Not much to really report so far. No, she does her homework. Yeah. She knows her stuff. She's yep. she's read the book 
that this series is based. Oh off yeah, it's a of, great book. She read it That's a couple. That's a great of times. audiobook. I will tell you. Okay. If you're looking for a new audiobook, the Fire and Blood audiobook is awesome. I'm actually listening to it again right now. Because, okay. And that's the problem. Like I was, I was like, I'm gonna go home. And I'm, d- I'm gonna download those Thrawn things. And then that week, House of the Dragon came out, and I'm like, oh, I gotta reread this. Book. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, as you know, obviously you have the podcast about it. It doesn't pick up till like halfway through the book. Yeah, that's what Kim was so saying. She's all like, the it's stuff all the stuff before it that we that the the series hasn't. Um, talked about it all and i think that they might be thinking about like all right well if this pans out well maybe we'll do a you know a an earlier one mm-hmm. where it's house of the dragon but it starts with you know the conqueror yeah the conqueror. so yeah but check out the king's road podcast king's road podcast there's your plug there it is thank you very much um so this is a a story that came out a day ago on day ago. cinema blend one all-time mandalorian cameo john favreau and dave filoni hope to get Okay. So who do you think it would be easy to guess, but... Gary Busey. Gary Busey. <laughs> he's Although gonna be, now... He's going to be pretty hard to get cameo in anything anymore, man. And that happened in, in, in New Jersey. In Cherry Hill, it like down the street yeah. from here. Yeah. Poor <laughs> I guy. literally saw that on the Today Show, and I was like, Pagan, you know that cherry... That, or that, that double tree is like yeah. four miles from uh-huh. here? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's at the other end of Route 70. Yep, so, I yeah. drive by it all the time. Big mm-hmm. old towers. Gary Busey. What a weird dude. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so they're looking for one cameo. They're like, we want to get this one cameo. Um, is it a previous Star Wars character? It's not. It a well, celebrity? a celebrity that they would want, they to, want have to have as a cameo. a cameo. Yeah. Weird Al. Weird Al would be a good that choice. That would be a great one. That would be great, especially with the new Weird Al documentary the, yeah, I'm series. I'm excited about that. So- I've heard Weird Al in a lot of interviews. I think he was on Howard Stern a couple of times, sure. probably talking about and his and there was another like biography behind the scenes of Weird Al Yankovic, mm-hmm. and uh, he started. He was like I forget what the guy's name was that was bigger than Weird Al at the time when he was just starting, right? But this guy had his own TV show, and then Weird Al was coming on to it, and then Weird Al became a bigger hit than this guy. So then it, instead of going from Nick DeSalvio with Weird Al, then it turned into Weird, Weird Al, Al with, with Nick DeSalvio. Yeah. Hey, story of my life. Yeah, so <laughs> I think... Story of my life. <laughs> so I think that this Weird Al documentary is like a mockumentary documentary? It definitely looks like a mockumentary. I mean, if you've seen any of the trailers... Yeah. It looks so absurd, and I'm so ready for it. Because, like, like he's, like, fighting with his bandmates, and, like, none of that ever... I don't think none yeah. of that ever happened. Well, all and the whole thing with him and Madonna, there was, like, a scene with him and Madonna. I'm pretty sure Madonna... I mean, I could be wrong. I don't think she had any time for him at all in real life. Um, so if it is... If it's like a... um, oh, What was that? That rock, rock and roll... Dewey Cox? No, uh, older, like 80s. Um, Lenny and oh. Squiggy. Lenny was in it. Uh, Final Tap. Final ta- uh, Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. It's like like a Spinal Tap type yeah. of, of documentary. I hope that's what it's like. I think that's what it's going to be. Because um, it, it, but that's Weird Al. That's so Weird Al. Though. Yeah. So yeah. every every actual report of Weird Al throughout, and he's been making music for something like 40 years now. Yeah. Like uh, at professionally, professionally, yeah. Every single report I've ever seen of him is just that he's the greatest dude. Uh huh. He's super down to earth. Yeah. He treats his band amazing. Yeah. And he's got the tightest band ever. If you like, listen to the tracks and you like his band. Like you know, he's got horn players for the jazz tunes. Like he's got a really solid band. Yeah. And they all sound great. Um, by all accounts, he's a pretty normal, like regular, like. Really talented, ridiculously talented dude. Because like, right, he yeah. plays just about every instrument on all of his yeah. stuff, and the accordion. Yep, and that's his main instrument. Yeah. Um. So you know his thing is just that he's freaking weird. Yeah. So like he just and, and if he and did it, if they did a regular documentary, I think I'd be a little bummed out. Even right, even like I saw it on Rain Wilson's uh, Instagram page. It was like the trailer for it, and Rain Wilson's character. He goes, Al Yankovic. That name is way too long. He goes, okay, so what should we call you? Weird Al Yankovic. (laughs) Add more syllables to it, and it makes more sense. Why not? Why not? I I mean, I was a Weird Al was my very first CD I ever owned. Okay. Running with Scissors. uh, And that was the one with The Saga Begins, Long, Long Time Uh Ago. Oh, such a great song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And literally, you know, a little 
11 year old me who didn't know he had ADD um, just would like sit there, listen to the whole thing, be like, cool, let's start again. Here we go. Let's Here we do go. it again. Uh, that, that CD is ingrained in my brain. His his parody songs, some of them Perfect. were rank, charted higher than oh, yeah. the original songs. What was did? the Blurred Line parody? That one was really. It was uh, it was it was about grammar or something. I don't. I, don't I just remember, remember as a teacher really appreciating. Really appreciating it. that yeah. one. Yeah. Um. So no, Weird Al is not the one that they chose. I forgot uh, that's where we came from. Yeah, we came from. Uh, um, who is who is the one that they won for a cameo the most? Yeah, who is it? So. Sticking in the Star Wars world. Okay, so we're talking old Star Wars characters come back. Not even characters. Actors. Actors. Not even actors. Okay. Old Star Wars people. Okay. Think the original. Think where did this come from? Whose mind did this come out okay, of? Okay, so they want George Lucas. In, George in Lucas. Something? Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, I but, guess he really hasn't. I'm trying to think. Has he had any? So he has. I think in like Phantom Menace or one of the prequels. He had yes. One. In. Uh, Do you know he was also he also made a cameo in Hook. No. So at the end of Hook. Okay. Do you know Hook? Yeah. Hook I was one of my Hook. favorite yeah. childhood yeah. Uh, movies. At the end of Hook, um, the old dude who lost his marbles. Okay. He like pours the fairy dust on him. He's like yeah, and he flies away. Okay. As he flies away, he goes around Big Ben, and there's these two people who are like like a, a man and woman who are like kind of embracing each other and they just start to float up and the dude is George Lucas. And the dude is George Lucas. Yep. That's really funny. Yep. Um, anyway. Other dumb cameos like that. I uh, was just re-watching Fast and the Furious was on one of the, the original. TVs, the original one. Wow. I saw that one in the movie theater. Yeah. I mean. That it, might be the only one. So I love that whole series. Yeah. But it's just so funny to me. It started as street racing and then somehow turned into them being like super spy, yep. super whatever. Yeah, but, I remember the first one just being like a, a car movie. Yeah. And then I'm seeing these new ones. I'm like, Vince Doretto, what is happening? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Like it, and like they're launching cars off of one building into another building and like later on. Like it just gets that in the latest one, they went to space in a car like a car. What, what are you talking? But anywho, in it, there's one scene when that right when they're like the first drag race that they're doing. This pizza delivery guy comes by and he's like, what are you kids doing? And they're like, go around, pizza boy. But the delivery guy was the either producer or director of the movie. Okay. So he was like, I'm going to throw myself like, I'm in Stan here. Lee. Here we go. Here man. we go. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really funny. And the acting, it, it was bad. Like, I mean, it's, what are you kids doing? And I'm like, you're the producer, the director. It's and that's not exactly the, the franchise that's known for the greatest uh, right. actor anyway. <laughs> so like, you know, when you get the producer of, yeah, anyway. Yeah. So, sure. Yeah. So they, um, George Lucas actually was in, um, the writer director had a cameo in 2005 Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge, Revenge of, of the Sith. Sure. Uh, his role has been identified was as he one of the the senators. I feel like like Baron Paponida. Paponida, so, of course, sure. Yes. Good old Paponida. Yeah. So he was. So I'm guessing since he was Baron, I'm guessing he was one of the people in that. Right. Um, probably so just th- like like stand over here, George. Yeah, it was like he was probably right in front of the ETs or something like yeah, that. Yeah, man, I love that's my favorite little tie-in. Is ever. that the ETs are in like there? Now, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, it's canon. Right. Uh, ET was a Jedi. ET was a Jedi, and now we know ET came here also from a galaxy from far, a galaxy far, away. far far away. And that's the crazy thing is that it's a galaxy far far away. It's not a like. So, like, it's a different galaxy. So, E.T. Right. went into the outer reaches to the unknown regions and right. somehow found... And found us. Us. Yes. But that was a galaxy far, far away and a long time ago. So, maybe in the interim, they found a way to traverse deep space past known... Anyway. Right. And really breaking time as well. Sure. Sure. Yes. Sure. Breaking the time space continuum. Space time continuum. And then Doc Brown drops in uh-huh. on his DeLorean. On his DeLorean with his... Uh, Great Scott! With his... Uh, Oh, uh, what was it? Oh, the Mr. Fusion. Mr. Fusion yes, on the back, yes. That's right. Um, so We need fuel. D- oh, no. Well, we don't have any plutonium? No, we don't need that. That's Just right. put some ice cream in there. 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> Which is funny because it was... It would have... The word is gigawatts. Gigawatts, yeah, and but he because it was it wrong. so long ago, they didn't even know what a gigawatt well, was. Because literally, they probably could have Googled it. But there wasn't but there Google was no in Google. 1985. So the, the literally like the guy who's in charge of like all the terms and stuff is just like gigawatts sounds fine. Yeah, yeah, it's like, gigawatts, man. They, Trust me. Somebody this is what we were talking about earlier. He said it. He said it. Couldn't that's what it was. It. No, that's what it is. That's what it is. Um. So they, it, 
Filoni said he'd have to be the son of Baron Papanoida or something like that. I don't know. I wouldn't even speculate on that. It's hard for me to imagine what day, what that day would be like. Because he was talking about, well, he's been on the set uh, when Dave. Well, he's been on the set when Dave's been directing. So I love watching Dave and George together. This is John Favreau. Well, they're, speaking they're, now. they have a w- really interesting relationship, like yeah. a master protege sort of a thing. Yeah, a padawan. Uh, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know uh, why I didn't go there. This you should have. It was so easy. Really missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> He said, George, I I have tremendous respect for. I've been very fortunate to have a great conversation where I've learned a lot. But when I see Dave and George Lucas together, that's like a whole dot, dot, dot. How long do you work together? 12 years? Like, they they just know each other so well. So that would be pretty cool if George Lucas was, whether he was important or just in the background. And and that's why I like that because, and I I forget who I was listening. It might have been Star Wars Explained. Um it's very clear that Dave Filoni cares more about the Star Wars lore than George Lucas. And the reason right. I say that <laughs> okay. is not to bash George Lucas, but I think George Lucas created Star Wars for filmmaking, not for Star Wars. You know what I mean? He okay. was pushing the boundaries of filmmaking. He had an idea. and not saying he didn't care about the lore, but like his thing was, let's push the boundaries of filmmaking. Um you can tell whenever he had a hand in the in like writing the plot and writing the it just didn't go that well. But the filmmaking aspect of it was great. Um, I think he is much more concerned with that than with the Star Wars lore. Um, I think Filoni has a deeper concern with the Star Wars lore. Okay, and he like can take what George wants that vision that George wants. But like he cares about the characters more than George, not, which is again not to say that George didn't. But I, w- I bet if you went up to George Lucas and were, was like, "Hey, what is Ahsoka's driving, you know, motivation, you know, in, in you know, in episode whatever of 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 uh, uh, Rebels. Rebels?" He'd probably be like, "I don't know, I like, don't know. like, yeah, whatever." But I think Filoni would have a lot more maybe nuance or like stuff yeah. to say about the, you know, and also, I, also I, I agree with you with that in the fact that I also think like, think about the characters that George created, you know, Han, Chewie, Leia, Luke, Darth Vader, you know, like they were, they were the original trilogy people. And right. then they added in Lando later on. He knew those people, mm-hmm. but then once you start adding all those extras, Ahsoka, yeah. You know, Thrawn. the Mandalorian, Thrawn, yeah, whatever. I, how much do you think he really knows about Din Djarin? Right. You know I mean? Yeah. Like, like that became it became too big for him, and you can even Which tell is probably why he sold it. Yeah, and you can yeah, and and like you can tell with episodes one, two, and three, those I feel were really more about pushing the envelope of the filmmaking. Oh yeah. That was CGI is right on the new. Like you got all yeah. those thousands of clones that you see. Yeah, and, like and he was Gungans like, he's like, keep going, keep going, keep going. The stories weren't as good. It was more political. The stories weren't as important to him, and they weren't as important. It was, what was look important what we can do on yeah. the screen. Look, yeah, like and that's you know, and the all, sort of thing that looks great on a movie screen. Yeah, and even you know, going back to how many times has he changed episodes four, five, and six because it it he couldn't do that in the beginning. And every time technology gets better, he wants to make Ooh, those you know better. What? I wanted to do this then, and I couldn't. And I could. I bet I could. Now I bet I could. Um, where, like you said, Dave Filoni, he could tell you the deep, deepest emotion for all the characters. Yeah, he he. Real, I think he has a vested interest in Star Wars. Yes, as a brand and Star Wars. I think he's because you know I don't know how old Dave Filoni is. Probably twenty or thirty years younger than George Lucas. Right. Um, which means that he grew up as a fan. Yes. George Lucas wasn't a fan of Star Wars at the age of 10. No, no, George Lucas wasn't even thinking about it at the age of 10. But Filoni Filoni has been, yeah. yeah. Since the time Filoni can walk and watch TV, I'm sure he was like, Star Wars is my favorite thing ever. And so, yeah. Um, I think that a lot about, like, I sometimes think that about, like, I think about, like, I don't think I know, I don't think I think that about George R.R. Martin because, like, that dude is, like, I don't know. He's so in-depth. But at the same right. time, but I also like I was saying to Kim, my opinion is when you're author famous, you're famous. Yeah, there's a big difference between author famous and TV, and famous. TV famous. Oh yeah, for sure. And and he's riding that TV famous. Yeah. High right now, now he wants sure. that TV fame. Yeah. 
So that's why he can't finish the books yep. because he's so enthralled with being TV famous. Yep. But, you know, I feel like if I asked George R.R. R. Martin, because, you know, forget about the show. Right. There are hundreds of more characters in the books, mm-hmm. literally. So I feel like if I went up, you know, just forget about, like, talk about Fire and Blood. You know, Corlys Valer- you were talking about Corlys Valer- Valerion on your last thing. Yeah. You know, if I went, George, talk to me about the, the motivations behind Corlys Valerion. He would be able to, like, yeah, totally, oh, yeah. you know, because he's yeah. from old Valyria and his mm-hmm. family's ancient. But So, like, I don't know that George would necessarily be thinking about that deep Right, Lucas. Lucas, Lucas wouldn't be, right. yes. Anyway, a lot that, of Georges. Two Georges. Too many Georges. Uh, not to say that, maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Sometimes I think about it that about J.K. Rowling, because I'm a big, like, Harry, Harry Potter, Potter fan. Harry Potter fan, yeah. And I'm like, you know, aside from all the weird stuff that J.K. Rowling's doing on doing social now, media recently, anymore, yeah. But, like, you know, do I think that necessarily, if I went, hey... You know, in 1991, when Harry was one, like 11 years old, like those deep things. Do mm-hmm. I think that necessarily she would like really be into that now? Probably not. Probably not. No, because she's an author. She wrote it. Yeah. She had a vested interest in the 90s and she's moved on to other things. Yeah. The fan series stays on those things. Yeah. You know, our fan, the fans are like, oh, let's let's even um, like listen to a lot of uh, Disney podcasts that I do. Right. Um, Walt Disney even said that in the 50s. When I make a movie, at, like Snow White, he he made Snow White right around the same time that he started making Disneyland. Right. He's like, when I make Snow White, when I'm when my final edit is done, and it's I send it off to print, and they send it out to all the movie theaters, I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm done. Yeah. He goes, Disneyland is a living, breathing right. thing that I can constantly be changing, and a movie. Has an end point. A movie has an right. end point, and J.K. Rowling, same thing. Like she wrote the book. George, George doesn't think that way. George doesn't movie, think that way. When a movie's way. done, it's not done. It's not done because <laughs> it's not done the way he it's wanted it done. to be done. It's still not done. George he's still is going to be ninety-nine things. years old, laying on his deathbed, and he's gonna be like, "Wait, wait, 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 mm-hmm. Anakin, let's fix those eyebrows." Yeah, <laughs> get rid of the eyebrows. That, that eyebrow is in the wrong spot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can see him breathing through the helmet. You know, get yeah, rid of that. That's not realistic. That's not realistic. Get rid of that. Get rid of that breath there. You yeah. know. Um, so yeah. So uh, it is funny how some people. I'm sure J.K. is that way, where she's like, "I'm done. I, you know, I wrote those books. I'm done with it." Um, but I thought when Pottermore came out, like, oh, maybe that. But then we got Cursed Child. I don't know if you know anything about Cursed Child. It's the worst thing that ever happened to Harry Potter. Which is, is that part of the? That's the new play. Oh, the play. The play. Trey loves new. it. The play. So for well, what Trey I loves the musical. Is it the musical? The mu- so I don't think I could be wrong. I didn't think it was a musical. It could be. I know it's a, a stage production. Um, the one that's on Broadway or no? It's on Broadway. It was. It started in the West End in London. Okay. And it came to Broadway. It's the stage production is apparently amazing. Yes. Just so because of the the production and the, the visuals. special effects are but really if really you, good. If you can buy the uh, like the script and read it, and it makes me angry as a Harry Potter fan. Okay. It takes all like the preconceived like notions of this is how magic works, and this and it goes screw you. Oh really? It took seven books we're, to to like build up all this stuff, and I hate you. Go away. We're doing so. It I liter- and I have a Harry Potter tattoo. Yeah. Um, I have never. I've read bits of the Cursed Child, and those bits made me so angry that I will never read the book. So Trey loves the musical. Mm-hmm. He's seen it three times. I, I hear it's amazing to watch. It's amazing really to do. watch. He, the special effects. He said he's. Yep. He's still trying to figure them out. The last time he went just a couple weeks ago, and um, just trying to figure out like yeah, how they, they, do this they stuff. got like the leftover seat. Deal. Okay. Oh boy. Oh dear. Um. They, yeah, like like in the back standing room. No. Sort of thing. He was fifth row center. Wow. So somehow somebody didn't buy these seats. I don't know why, but they were fifth row center. So because he was so close, he was able to see some things better. So he's like, I don't really like sitting that close. Because you can see a little bit. Because you can see a little bit. How the sausage is Yeah, yeah, it takes away from it. Um, So, yeah, so that's that. Uh, A couple more news things I have. Rain Johnson. Hear this guy before? Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. That guy. We don't talk about that guy. Yeah, so he... Says he's even more proud of Star Wars The Last Jedi on its fifth anniversary than he was when it came out. Maybe he should reconsider. Maybe. During an interview with Empire Magazine, the 48-year-old filmmaker explained, I'm even more proud of it five years later. When I was up the bat, I really swung at the bat. Well, Um, you can swing away just like they did in Signs, um, but that doesn't mean you're going to hit the glass of water. Yeah, so... That was a weird reference. That was a very weird... You got that one. No. 
That's that's you, you remember Signs the movie? Yeah. Remember when like what actually killed the aliens? Oh, I only saw like wait, it was that the M Night Shyamalan yeah. movie? No, I not, I saw it once maybe. Because, wow, really? Yeah, because and I love M Night. I loved M Night's first four movies. Saw maybe I, or it was uh, uh, I see dead people. Whatever I see that was. dead people. Um, I, the village I like. Vill- really, I didn't like the. I oh, love the village the, was pretty good. The village was pretty good. So I t- I had to try um, rewatch it. With glass. Me. What was the glass one? Uh, uh, that was like the sequel Unbreakable. to Unbreakable. Right, that Unbreakable was good. Um, and then I do remember seeing signs. Signs was maybe my favorite. But I think because it was aliens, I was shocked. And then just like, okay. Signs, I think, they especially considering the time, like whatever, early 2000s or whatever, it was just so good how they like built all this drama and tension and terror without showing them for such a long time. Yeah. But the, the big thing, spoiler alert, that wound up killing the freaking aliens was water. Oh, okay. So That's like, really funny. The the little girl for whatever reason like would always leave glasses of water all around the house. Okay. And because like that's the, what kids do. I hate to tell you. I do it too, man. Okay. I honest to yeah. god I do it too. Um and so like the the son was like a baseball prodigy and the girl left glasses everywhere and there was this alien in their house and she was about he was about to kill the girl and Mel Gibson goes Swing away, dude. And the baseball prodigy's like, oh, I get it. And he picks up his baseball bat and he starts smashing the glasses of water all over the place. And it splashes and it on the splashes bad guy. And he's aliens. like, oh, this hurts. Oh, my God. Um, I don't know why that came up. That's really funny. It was, but uh, anyway. Oh, because you said uh, Ryan, Ryan Johnson right. could swing away. Ryan Johnson, but he, swing away. You're not always going to hit the glass of water. He did not hit the glass um, of water. Go on. When Cameron was in preschool, one of the other kids that was in preschool, his mom was a like set designer or something like that for movies. No way. And she did a lot of the first five or six um, M night movies or maybe four or five M night movies with them. And in unbreakable, there's a scene when uh, Samuel Jackson as a kid breaks his arm. Sure. She had that cast. Yeah. Yeah. She had that cast over her mantle because it was actually her arm because she was a shorter person. So she she was the mold. She for was the, the mold cast. for the cast and like M Night signed it, I think Sam Jackson signed it. Oh like and it was brought, like to sign it as like the prop cuz yeah, like, yeah, cast yeah, signed. That's, cast funny. Signed. that's so funny. So she had it and she had it sitting on her That's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. She had it sitting on her nightstand. Uh, okay, so in a major new Empire interview, so this is in Empire magazine, so Not you can Empire check it Strikes out. Back. Not Empire Strikes Back. Ryan Jackson, Ryan Johnson looks back on The Last Jedi for its fifth anniversary. Reflecting with a few years' distance in his episode in the Skywalker saga, I'm even more proud of it now. When I was up at bat, I really swung at the bat. The film, he says, is not just a Star Wars movie. It's a movie about Star Wars and what it means to fans, himself included. I think it's impossible for any of us to approach Star Wars without thinking about it as a myth that we were raised with and how that myth, that story, baked itself into us and affected us. Johnson explains... The ultimate intent was not to strip away. The intent was to get to the basic, fundamental power of myth. And ultimately, I hope the film is an affirmation of the power of the myth of Star Wars in our lives. Uh, I think he's. I think Ryan trying. Johnson should just go away. Yeah, he wants. Um, Honestly, he wants to write his own uh, trilogy for Star Wars. He won't. They took it away from him. Uh, listen, I will still <laughs> watch the Last Jedi. I still like it as a as a good movie, but the, tri- the sequel trilogy still angers me. Yes, just because it's three decent movies. Right. That should have been one great mm-hmm. story, mm-hmm. one large great story, and it just wasn't. And they it wasn't. They didn't have a shared vision. They should have looked at Marvel and went, "That's what we should do." That's what we should do. And they got onto that too late. Yep, it's happening with Mandalorian. It's happening like that's all good, but like if they had gotten hip with that ten years ago, yeah, like who knows? Yeah, Star Wars would have been could have been a billion dollar company. I mean, oh, you, wait, you it just is. yeah, imagine, <laughs> imagine what it could be though. Like yeah, I mean, yeah. think about like t- fifteen years ago, like when Ed Norton was the Hulk, right? Like yeah, that there was. N- Do you think any of them had any idea what the Marvel Cinematic Universe would become? Right, like not even close. Like, were there three different people who played Hulk? I know Ed two. Norton. Well, was one. there were three because there was the Incredible Hulk, which okay. was what Banna, Eric Banna. Okay, yes, yeah, uh-huh. and then they rebooted it to Edward Norton, and I really liked Edward Norton. Yeah, um, but apparently Edward Norton was not good to work with. Okay, um, so they recast it to Mark Ruffalo. Right, which is similar to Rhodey. 
Right, Rhodey was uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., right? Yes. No. No. Rhodey. God, Rhodey was... Rhodey was a guy that actually lived or in the Philadelphia area at first. God, what was his name? Not, oh, Cuba, oh. what an idiot I am. Um, he had that... Uh, Terrence had that t- Howard. Ter- yes. Terrence Howard. Yep, Sherry... Who I liked better, honestly, than um, the new Rhodey. Okay. Um, yeah. I thought he kind of had that edge uh-huh. that, like... Roads needed and I remember like in the first the first Iron Man might be my favorite Marvel movie I, I think yeah. it was perfect yeah and like when Rhodey like saw the the, the Iron Suit was like next time baby I'm like yeah next time next time so happen. funny story about him his kid was in Sherry's class when she taught it in another school district yeah and he was just becoming famous at the time I've heard Tennis Terrace Howard is a terrible person like to work with he he went on like a field trip with them and he was Horrible. To, like his as a dad, as he came a, on the field trip. Yeah, as okay. a dad, he came on the field trip, and he was just like egomaniac. Like, don't you know who I am? From what I understand, that's of, why he was not recast. Yeah. <laughs> so type there you of, go. Type of uh, personality. So yeah. So that was that's uh, that's our brush with Terrence Howard. Good old Terrence. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what's funny is we're 57 minutes into an episode we had literally zero content for. Right. So I found some. I got I got some more news. Let's I got some more stuff. Um, I'm gonna do it again. Do it again. But only in the right ear. Uh, this one's not really news. This one is, is for me, I think it's it's funnier than anything else. Did you know that there's a Star Wars hotel in Florida, Nick? Is this the same one that... That's $5,000 for two I've days? I've heard tell yes. of this $5,000 a night or so for two days. $2,500 a night. $2,500, yeah. So... Disney Live Entertainment is seeking... This is a whole article, by the way. Uh, they fill it with so much filibuster, with so much other nonsense, fluff, fluff uh, and ads and whatever. But Disney Live Entertainment is seeking performers to portray Darth Vader and Chewbacca from the Star Wars saga for immediate and future full-time and part-time roles. Performers will have the opportunity to bring these roles to life in addition to performing as the world-famous Disney characters at the Walt Disney World Resort near Orlando, Florida, the job post stated. Um, so they're hiring Chewbacca and Darth Vader for the new 2023 voyage dates are set for Star Wars The Galactic Star Cruiser. So apparently maybe they're going to be changing up the story a little bit. Okay. Uh, because at $5,000 for two days... If you go back, you don't want to do the, the same, same thing, thing all sure. over again. It's like, hey, we did that. I guess we'll never come back again. Right. Right. So at least they're getting smart enough that they're going, okay, uh, we're going to need to change, change up this every up couple a little years, bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that and D23 is coming up. So hopefully there's going to be some new announcements, uh, Star Wars announcements. Um, we don't know. But eight days, 14 hours, and 25 minutes from right now, Will be the next D twenty three, and I mean, y- y- there's a lot of stuff that they can debut. They can debut. Oh God, I've been hoping for any sort of anything about the acolyte. Yeah, just something to tell me what the hell. Is what what happening. it is? Yeah. Um, I'm still waiting for more like game page gameplay trailers for the new Jedi Fallen Order game. Right. Um, there's lots of stuff that can go. So hopefully we'll get a lot of juicy info. Yeah, and and I days. think they have two or three new Star Wars games in production. The new Fallen Order. I think there's another, not an MMOP like Star Wars Galaxies was, but just another some like... sort of RPG? RPG type I hope of so. all-world. Like, since The Mandalorian came out, we've been talking about, like, it just lends itself. Hey, here's this person who is made better by their armor. Yeah. Like... How much? What more formula do you need? Like this is a video game, right? Just do exactly this. Yeah, I'm a Mandalorian. As I level up, ooh, I get whistling birds. Ooh, I get my flamethrower. Like, and also the what do they call it? the void? The 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 set that they oh the the volume the volume the volume is built on game. Technology. To- technology. Right, the 3D yeah. technology. I forget, yeah, I forget what the software is called, but it's built on that game, 3D game technology. So that way, as they're walking, it's rendering as yep. it's going and all that good stuff. Yeah. So how cool would it be to know that the scenes are the 
even the actual scenes that were in the background of the show. Mm-hmm. You know, like because it's already all built in this in this world. Yeah. So you could use it again, and you'd yep. be like, "Dude, I'm playing the same exact thing." Yep. One more thing, I have. This is it. I promise. I. This is uh more for YouTube. Look at that. I 3D printed. Is that 3D print? This is 3D right. printed now. So I bought the visor. I haven't cut it out yet to fit in here, but I uh, I 3D printed, and if you look on the inside. You can see it's like five different colors. Yeah, look at that. Because I was using the old plastic that we had left over from like three years ago, and then I bought uh, brand new plastic for all the gray parts are all brand new. But uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different eight pieces. Parts, eight pieces. Eight parts. Right. And then glued it together. So with what's the what's the plan for that? Is that like a specific helmet or? So it is. Is that Mandal- Mando's helmet? It is helmet? the Mandalorian's helmet. So Din Djarin's on, helmet? It's Din Djarin's helmet on... Uh, Tinkercad. Okay. Um, one of the one of the people. There's multiple different versions on Tinkercad, so I don't know. That looks pretty good, man. It's pretty close. I had to. These earpieces um, were like you had to glue them on. Okay. Uh, I printed out another set of earpieces first, and they were the wrong ones. They were slightly different, so I don't know if I were to take this to the Mandalorian Mercs if they would approve it or not. Right. Um, but this is what they, it does have to be 3d printed for it to be approved or bought as a hard plastic right. one. The foam one that I made a couple would of years ago cut. would not have cut it. Uh, but if you want to, if you want to hold this for yeah. a second, just to see, uh, oh, hold on. there we go. Okay. There we go. But, uh, but yeah, so that's, that's right. it feels substantial. It's very substantial. It yeah. On, I have a big head. Let's see if it's, it fits on my head. So you I might know, have to take, really big head. take your glasses off. Yeah, oh, it fits. It does fit. That's actually really rad. Yeah. I feel pretty good right now. Yeah. You just like, finish the podcast. Like finish that. the podcast with that on. It's going to be so, hard uh, to break, but, you know. So, yeah. So, I, it was eight pieces that I printed out. Now, I was talking to Matthew from the 501st. Sure, Matthew L. L- yes. H-E-O. Yes. And he um, he was like, dude, he goes, he goes come over to my house. I want to show you all, all my stuff. And I didn't go. Um but uh, but he's. We could be talking about you on Dateline right now. I know. He's <laughs> sorry, man. I'm just kidding. He's he's talking about. This fits better than I expected to. Like the the I always thought, man, Mandalorian helmets would be terrible to look through. Right. But like the eye slits fit pretty well, and considering you know, think about the technology that might be available to you. Yeah. I think a HUD could go pretty well. A HUD could definitely go over that pretty well. Yeah. So right, I'm um, this off now because I can't see. But, like <laughs> I'm very impressed with just the everything about that yeah so it's pretty cool um but he he's talking about he finished up the uh who were the blue uh from the mandalorian the the it was the girl two girls and a boy they they were the dark the blue troopers the blue ones that that mando met the ones that took their helmet off and he was like you're not real mandalorians um sabine not sabine is it death watch Uh, no it's not death watch it's not death watch it's uh Doug's going to get angry at us. Yes. Uh, anyway, on. go on. Come on, Doug. Where are you? Right. But uh, so he was doing a build for that um, where the guys were were. Uh, yeah, this Death Watch bunker. Yeah, the blue guys are Death Watch. Bunker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the guys were doing that. But one of the guys in there has a really big, expensive 3D printer. So he was able to print out the whole helmet just in one go. In one go. Wow. Holy um, shrikes. That's a big old printer. Yeah. Uh, it's like a $10,000 yeah, printer. Yeah, I'd imagine like, so. The one that I used was like a $4,000 printer, and I had to do it in eight pieces. So yeah. you're talking like $10,000. Yep. Uh, I think he said it took like four days to print. Out, just set just it and forget constantly. it. Constantly, yeah. <laughs> How was, many times do you think that dude had to change out the freaking... Oh, the filament and yeah. stuff? Yeah, or the worst part... If you're like three quarters of the way through a four day print and something happens and it messes up and you got to start all over again, again, you're like, dude, like oh. I've, I've had that happen with like 24 hour prints. Yeah. Forget about four day print, four day yeah. print. Forget about it. Um, but yeah, with those eight pieces, each one of those eight pieces was probably like 12 hours each. Um, wow. And the hardest part, the front pieces, because of all the different curves and stuff. Right. I had to like lay them down flat and then it had to print supports on the bottom to support. Those were like 16 hour prints and yeah. they used up so much plastic for all the supports and everything like that. But I mean, 
it cost me twenty dollars worth of plastic, and because I already had it the three D printer, like, it, on, that like once I put that on, I'm like, this feels good. Yeah, and it, you know, like I feel like three D printing maybe has just gotten better because like it feels solid. Yeah, like I don't feel like I'm gonna break it. Yeah, the you know? the the model that I used for it, I mean, they made the walls of the helmet thick. Yeah. Yeah, it so, doesn't feel like there's hollow. Yeah. I mean, it feels pretty solid. It feels pretty solid. So, yeah. So, that was the last thing. So, now I have the ability to print 3D print helmets, and it'll be a lot of fun. So, uh, Dude, so we got to... We, so, you have the Mando helmet. I have the Mando What's helmet. What's next? I can do... Vader? Vader? Can you do a Vader I, well, I did, I did find a Stormtrooper helmet. That's a good one. But it was a full thing, so I, I'll have to... You'd have to cut out the eyes slits well, and put in like a... Yeah, but I'll have to cut it into pieces. Okay. To be able to print it out in in the amount of right. different pieces that it'll fit on the on the printer, right? Um, but I have like a clone helmet, a clone right. helmet, like that. a small clone helmet. Which same thing, if I cut it up into pieces, I could print it out. And this one, this one's pretty thick, also. Although the stormtrooper and the clone helmets, I I was reading online like some people had the mask pieces on like magnets. Because since they wrap around the bottom of your neck so much that you wouldn't actually be able to put it on your head, right? And you know whatever, so you'd have to like, like right, kind of so connect it, connect it so that like, way. So my my motorcycle helmet is a is a three quarters, but you can also like attach like a like a, a front a, piece, a front piece, yeah. And it kind of makes me feel like a stormtrooper, yeah. So I haven't worn it because it's summer, but once winter comes, I'm gonna connect that bad boy. I'll show I feel pretty rad in it. I so like we Star could Wars 3D print the stormtrooper front for the bottle. Oh yes, or even like That's Darth exactly. Vader's and, and literally, like triangle. Literally, there's just a connector that just slots right in. Man. Yeah, oh, that could totally. That would be happen. so cool. That would yep. be so cool. So yeah, so there we go. So now we're gonna start playing around with a bunch of 3D printing stuff love as it. well. So love absolutely it. love it. So there we go. A lot of little dumb news out there. Hey, um, man. It's a light Star Wars summer. Yeah. That's feel like what summer is usually like for Star Wars. But we've got loads of, of Star Wars content coming our way. We've got Andor, first and foremost, then Bad Batch, Ahsoka, lots of stuff coming our way. Um, so if you haven't already, I think maybe check out the Kings Road podcast. Sure, why not? They're, they're good folk. Good folk. Uh, I've been listening. Uh, the new series is really great. Check out our other... Um, Ears, Ears up. up podcasts all over the place. The Supreme Resort. Supreme, Supreme Tacos Taco and Supreme burritos, burritos and Chalupas. Yeah. I'm so hungry. Mm. Um, you know, all good stuff. But, you know, we've got a lot more content coming your way, and the school year's in, so we're, we're going to have time. I'll have time. Well, you yes. probably will have less time, but I'll have more time You'll have more time. In. Yes. I won't have to you, go drive to LBI. You won't be driving two hours to work every day, yeah. so yes. But so I think that's it. Yeah, man. Uh, we Rob and I came into this going. We have nothing to talk about, and here we are, an hour and eight minutes later. <laughs> the wonders of podcasting. The wonders of two guys who can talk and drink and drink. That's, that's it. right. So check us out. We're going to definitely be coming out with more stuff soon. Now that we got Andor coming our way, yeah. so uh, it's the thirty first of August right now. So you can bet we'll have at least one more podcast before uh, Andor hits, and then we're going to hit the ground running with that. So you got it, dude. Um. Other than that, life is good. Enjoy yourself. Be well to each other. And uh, I guess we have spoken. I guess we have spoken. Oh. <laughs>